0: Morning Glory. The most music in the morning, guaranteed. Guilty as charged. Radio Nova. Connor Irwin here from Morning Glory. Now, during the week, I got to talk to a living legend. His name is James Burton, and you might be going... Who's that? Well, he's the guy who stood about two metres to the left of Elvis Presley. James founded the Taking Care of Business band, who are coming into the National Concert Hall on the 29th of January. Uh, He founded that band for Elvis Presley and he's toured with some amazing musicians. I mean, obviously, the king being the big one there. And it was an absolute pleasure to talk to him. Good morning, James. How are you?
1: I'm good. How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing great. We are very much looking forward to seeing you guys when you get in um, in next week, I think, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, what is it? Does we come in on the, after the weekend, I think. is it, What is it? Sunday or Monday, yeah.
0: I'm sure. And are you going to get, a, get to spend a little bit of time in Dublin or travelling around Ireland at all? Uh,
1: you know, I think we're going to stay over next day.
0: Yeah, we're really looking forward to having you over. And, um, you know, it's it's such a privilege to have guys uh, like, like yourself uh, coming over. People who are playing incredible music for so long. Um, and people, you've played with some... Of the greats, obviously Elvis being the big one. Um, yeah. You know, what are your memories of the very early days of playing with Elvis?
1: Oh, he was wonderful. He was, a you know, when he called me in 60... They actually called me in 68 to do the comeback special, but I was doing an album with uh, Frank Sinatra. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get out of uh, doing the recording with Frank. But um, anyway, Elvis called me back in 69 and uh, asked me if I would be interested in putting a band together for him and uh, to open in Las Vegas. He got tired of doing movies Mm. for nine years, and he said he wanted to go back and play, uh, you know, to the fans. He wanted to get back to his live audience. Yeah. So um, I did. I put a band together, and um, the rest is history. History. We uh, opened in 69 of August, uh, 1969, at the... uh, at that time, it was the International Hotel, which became the Hilton Hotel.
0: Mm. And that was the the first uh, the first gig that you did with Elvis. What was he like as a as a taskmaster? You know, you hear stories about you know the likes of James Brown who'd find the band if they hit a bum note or whatever. Was Elvis like that, or did he just let you get away with no, it and he, do your thing? Elvis
1: was a super guy, man. He was he was a really fine gentleman and. Uh, you know, his entertaining uh, was just amazing. You know, uh, he had so many fans, so, the, so huge following all over the world. Mm. And uh, he was uh, interesting to work with. Uh, uh, he was, uh, you know, he, he was serious and he was comical. He really enjoyed uh, entertaining. And he wanted to, his favorite thing was to be on stage. Mm. And uh, with the band, you know, he loved uh, he loved this band that I put together, and we just uh, <clears throat> we worked very close together. And I, I guess I I did everything from sixty nine up till he died in seventy seven.
0: And what was you know you must have so many memories of being on tour with Elvis, but what is the one you know story that sticks out in your mind that your your favorite story about being there with Elvis? And uh, t- tell us something.
1: Well. <clears throat> There's so many great stories, but one of my one of my really, really great stories is when we went to Hawaii and we did the Aloha special, the mm-hmm. satellite show, and uh, Elvis was so excited. I mean, he was in really good shape, and, and that was one of his, I know he talked so much about it, you know. He, he really was so excited to be there to do this, and uh, uh, when we were there, you know, we were, Rehearsing some of the songs for the show and, and uh, setting up cameras and everything, getting it ready to shoot the show. Hmm. And uh, Elvis, uh, I was up on stage kind of uh, playing a little blues uh, melody on the guitar, and nobody, everybody was on a coffee break. But Elvis came up to me and he said, wow, what is that uh, melody you're playing? And I said, well, it's an old Hank Williams song, I'm so long I could cry. And uh, he said, oh, I love that song. I want to do it. We're going to put it in the show. So he was really excited, and uh, he told uh, Joyce Brasito, his road manager, he said, go get the band. Tell the band to come up here and let's uh, rehearse the song. I want to do it in the show.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> but, just, uh, I just like that. I mean, that there's just a
1: lot of great, great times flying with him on his uh, plane, Lisa Marie, and, and uh, just, you know, going upstairs sometimes after we play two shows and uh, doing, uh, he'd left a, he liked to sing gospel. He loved mm. gospel. So we would go up in up his suite in uh, at the Hilton, and, and we'd uh, play gospel, to, uh, you know, the stamps for Blackwood, uh, you know, Terry Blackwood and um, Imperials, they'd all come up, and everybody just get into singing gospel for hours, you know. Wow. But. It, it was great.
0: Yeah, and uh, did you get to hang out in Graceland much with Elvis? With oh, yeah, thing? yeah.
1: We did all of the work. at. I, I went to Graceland many times. Uh, you know, it got to be a fixture on the wall. We, uh, You know, we started recording there, and <clears throat> and it was interesting. He loved it. Uh, I think he liked to record at uh, Graceland because he could, uh, if he felt like taking a break, he'd just go upstairs to his bedroom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes he'd come down at... Uh, I mean, we'd be there, say, like at 6 p.m., and he would show up maybe sometime 12 o'clock some nights, you know. Yeah. Some nights he'd come down early and be ready to go, but, you know, he'd just take his time, come down, and, and uh, just sing all night. It was fantastic.
0: Wonderful times and wonderful memories. And, you know, you you have played with some of... I mean, the list is just incredible. You've played with some of the biggest legends in the business. Johnny Cash, Glenn Campbell, Elvis Costello, Joni Mitchell, Roy Orbison, Jerry Garcia, Emmylou Harris, I mean, Jerry Lee Lewis, Neil Diamond, John Denver, countless amounts of people that you have played with. Who was your favourite?
1: Man, man, you know... I liked them all. i tell you, uh, the reason I liked, uh, I didn't really get uh, involved in one really special entertainer because they're all so different, and and uh, I love the music they all perform, you know. Mm. And the great thing about that is being able to do different uh, uh, different styles of music, a uh, 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 big range of music, you know. Mm. And I mean, going from uh, Ray Charles Session to... Uh, uh, the Beach Boys the Monkeys or or Johnny Mitchell or <laughs> you name it you know yeah. Merle Haggard Buck Owens
0: uh, I mean it's a wide spread of music which is just incredible It's a wonderful skill to have and it's a wonderful thing to have in in your past that you've played with all these uh, wonderful legends and we cannot wait to have you uh, over here playing in the National Concert Hall on the 29th of January James uh, Well James- I'm excited you
1: know um uh, uh, you know, the last time we played there, Elvis Costello was there. Yes. And uh, I invited him to the show. And, uh, man, he loved the show. He said it was the greatest thing he's ever seen. Uh, he was just blown away with the big screen show we did uh, That when he um, came to see us. You know, the Elvis mm. big screen yeah, show?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. He was blown away, man. He came backstage and he had tears in his eyes. He loved it so much. He said, this is unbelievable, just fantastic.
0: Well, if it's good enough for Elvis Costello, it's good enough for all of us, I have to
1: say. <laughs> I guarantee you, because, uh, you know, he's a great talent, yes. uh, Elvis Costello. You know, of course, there's, you know, you got to say there's probably only one Elvis Presley. And, um, you know, that's uh, mm. the real one, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Just amazing. And, uh, I mean, he has such an incredible following and... And even today, it's building and building. It's it's just amazing what they're doing. Yeah, it's just incredible. It, but it, I'm really excited to come and be there. <clears throat> and unfortunately, Ronnie Tut couldn't be with us because he, uh, uh, uh last last year he fell and uh, I think he cracked his hip or ooh. something. And they had to go in and do an operation and put pins in his hip. And uh, but not he's good, uh, he's in dreamer. rehab. He's in recovery and. Uh, uh, he just wanted to take enough time off. He didn't want to jump back into it too fast. Yeah, just wanted to be sure he's uh, okay.
0: Well, do pass on our absolute best wishes, and uh, hopefully Ronnie will uh, get, get better soon and maybe back out on the road with you. Um, one, One final question for you if I may. We know that um, Elvis had an Irish connection in his in his family, in his genealogy, and I was just wondering if... Do you have any uh, Irish connection that you know of? You
1: know, I think I do have some Irish in me. I, I'm not sure exactly what part of the Irish, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it might be the music part because I love the Irish music. As a matter of fact, I've, I've recorded with some of the uh, Irish bands. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I played with... Some uh, Irish uh, great, uh, uh, great players, great singers, and
0: yeah, well, when, uh, recorded with them. Wh- when you're over here, James, there's a there's a museum. If you get the chance, it's called Epic Ireland, and it's all about uh, the Irish emigrants who left Ireland and brought with them their music and their stories and things like that. And Elvis actually features in it uh, as. A um, uh, uh, further down the line of of some Irish emigrants who left for the United States of America, and I think you might enjoy it. There's a few rooms there of uh, Irish music and and story and uh, all of all of the people that left this country to go to uh, to your country to create great music and art. So you might enjoy it.
1: That's great. I think we're off. We're going to be off the next day, and then we're going. I have to fly home the day after after we do the show, but. That might be a a perfect uh, chance to do that. You know, I'd love to do it.
0: James, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and thank you so much for spending uh, a bit of time with me today. And uh, thank you,
1: Matt, so much. Thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing you, man.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. I I cannot wait to see the show in the National Concert Hall uh, on the 29th of January. Uh, James Burton, the master of the Telecaster. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. God bless. Morning Glory on Radio Nova.